Well, praise the Lord and welcome to the Old Path Bible Study. I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson here at Crossway Church in Queen City, Texas. Glad that you're with us. Whenever it is you found us on social media at some point, grab your Bible, gather around God's Word with us, and let's see what the Lord is going to show us today. Not just show us, but encourage us to put our feet in what He shows us and to participate more of His will for our lives, to experience more of His truth for our lives. Not just churchgoers, not just Bible readers, but Bible students and Jesus experiencers. Hallelujah. Christianity is all about an, the experience of Christ. To live is Christ. For us, if we're living, spiritually living, it's the experience of Christ because it's His faith we live by and we, we just need to be experiencing more as the children of God of what we're hearing. Many of God's people aren't even hearing the Word of God. They're just living on uh, all their life, want, uh, you know, just like four or five Bible verses they bring up to, for, for, for their own justifications in this, that, or the other. But we need to be constantly hearing God's Word because faith only comes by hearing and, and we live by faith. We walk by faith. Amen. So grab your Bibles. Hebrews chapter 13. Running a little late today because of technical difficulties is a normal thing uh, around here. We're not worried about it. I, I guess what? I, when the dust settles, here we are gathered around God's Word. In Hebrews chapter 13, this is part 10 today. And we're going to start in verse 10 and work our way two or three through two or three scriptures this morning as we see a greater picture of our Jesus and what he's done for us. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 10. We, powerful word there, we have an altar whereof they, another powerful word there, they, this is becomes exclusive. This becomes two different places. This becomes as, as Exodus 32 when uh, Moses comes down the mountain and, and, and 55-0 days after they come out of Egypt by all those uh, powerful things the Lord did and then told them to put blood on the doorpost and then he marched them right out of there. Five zero days later, they've built a golden calf. Moses comes down the mountain and said, who's on the Lord's Side. That means you got to come out from among everything that's not exclusive faith in what brought them out of Egypt, what brought you out of your sins, what gives you the power, it's in the blood, to take every step that you take. Hallelujah. So we have an altar whereof they have no right to eat which served the tabernacle. Now, again, this was written during early Christianity, early church time period where there were Jews that did not accept Christ. They said, we're, we're, we're not going with Jesus. We're, go, we're sticking with the old tabernacle way, the old sacrificial way, the old law that God will never, ever, honor or work in again, but they stuck with it. And that was one altar. That's the altar of works law mindset. The altar really 
that though it was of God under the old covenant, Jesus Christ came and did away with the old, fulfilling all of the old in and of himself, and he's become the new covenant in his blood. No more old tabernacle. And anyone who tries to serve under the old tabernacle, they have no legal right to eat from the altar which we eat from. You see, as I said on the last broadcast, the new covenant, Christianity, is a partaking, a spiritual eating and drinking from the altar of God, which is the cross of Christ. Many don't know it, but Christ reigns from the tree. He reigns from the tree. His reign did not begin when he was on the throne. His reign began where he triumphed over all principalities and powers, making an open show of them publicly in his cross, Colossians 2, 14 through 16. He reigns from the tree, hallelujah. He is on the throne, but his power, he upholds all things by the word of his power, not the power of his word, the word of his power, which is the word of the cross. That's what he upholds all things with. Before the foundation of the world, the lamb was slain so that God would be able to do among me and all that he's ever done. It was always, always about the cross. It had to already be a done deal in God's mind before he ever set things in motion because God never begin he never starts anything that he hasn't already finished you have to understand it's a powerful statement we won't get into it today but we have an altar we have the place of calvary where the lamb get that now our passover our passover lamb their lamb is still animals and they have no Get this, right, that means legal right to, to eat of our altar. And, and they don't anyway. Uh, but the legal, the legal right is not, is not offered. It's not, it's not that it's not offered. It's not being experienced by them because they've not accepted God through the legal avenue that he's offered. And it is a legal avenue. You're justified. You've become just. Uh, the, the law of the spirit of life, Romans 8, 2, in Christ Jesus. And until they believe in the Christ of the cross, they have no legal right to eat of our altar of which we eat. And Christianity, let me say it again before we move on, Christianity is a constant eating of the flesh and drinking of the blood of Jesus. Not in some gory, weird, weirded out way. That simply means from our hearts, a deliberate and conscious faith, surrender. It's what faith is, a surrender to the sacrifice of Christ from our hearts. And then from, the, from that moment we initially were born again, we walk by that, that faith, because there's only one faith, Ephesians 4, 5, and it's the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself 
for us. He loved us and gave himself. There, there's not two faiths. And, there, and there's only one object of faith. This is what Christians do not know. There's one object of faith. You never put your faith in anything other than Christ. It's, it won't work. That's why it won't work if you try it. Your faith is to never be in Pentecost, in healing, for Pentecostal power, for healing, for a spouse, for a house, for a better job, for a job, for whatever. But the only place you can put your faith, your heart can be surrendered and given over to is in the sacrifice of Christ. It's the only place God sees you experiencing your union with his son. You need to know that. If you don't, you're going to get caught up in all this faith in Pentecost, faith in, faith in. Your faith is in the word of God as it pertains to the living word of God and what he did as the lamb of God for you on Calvary's cross. Then the Holy Spirit can show you the truths that he chooses for you to walk in. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, I'm writing commentary there now in Psalms. Let's, let's go, let me just go over there and bring this up this morning. Psalms uh, 47 says that in verse 4, this is uh, concerning what we're talking about now. In Psalms 47 and 4, God shall choose our inheritance for us. Get that. You don't choose God's will for your life. It's his will for your life. Do you understand that? This, this is what all this uh, white magic and voodoo and witchcraft in the churches, we, 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 we claim we're not like, like that word of faith stuff, but then we still act like we are. We think we can determine what we want God to do. In the Bible, it's his word, it's his will, it's his kingdom, it's his purpose. Our lives are not even our own. Why are we trying to figure out what we want? We should only want what the Lord wants, and the Bible tells us what he wants. Amen. So watch this now. Let's try to move on past this. This is a powerful portion of scripture right here. Watch this now in verse 11. For, and this is talking about we have an altar whereof they have no right to eat because they're still serving the tabernacle. And, and, and this is, again, this was written concerning the Jews who were still trying to stay in the old, but they were also trying to pull the Jewish Christians back into the old that had given their hearts to Christ, believed upon Christ. And because, listen, any, anybody who's not given over to the focus of Calvary, they're trying to pull those who have out of the exclusive focus of Calvary. It's going on right now, and it's always going on. Wherever there is a determination to know nothing other than Christ and Him crucified, you're going to be lamb blasted, made fun of. You're going to be criticized and persecuted. And, and I smile really only to keep from crying because it's a very, very sad thing 
when people make fun of you for being determined to know nothing other than Christ and Him crucified. And it really, for the most part, it only comes out of really a seduction that's taking place really, for the most part, among the Pentecostal church. We're Pentecostal. We believe in the baptism with the Holy Spirit, speaking in other tongues, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and, and, and we teach all the, all the doctrines, all the topics in the Bible. There's not probably any that I've not covered in the last 18 years, but what, what these folks don't like is the focus of the Lamb. They want the focus to be Pentecost. They, they, they just go to conferences and just preach Pentecost to already Pentecost Pentecostal people that don't know the first thing about living in victory, eating from the altar. And listen, if your faith is in anything other than Christ and Him crucified, your union with Him in death, that means you're preaching what all that other stuff. Preacher going to preach what his faith is in. Hallelujah. I don't care how wise they sound. Preacher going to preach. Preacher, teacher going to teach what his faith is in. In the word of God. Amen. Really, the way we see it is in the Bible that our faith is in the blood of Jesus concerning all these words. My goodness. Exodus 24, 8. Our faith is in the blood of Jesus where the new covenant is found, the blood of Jesus where the new covenant is experienced, the death of Jesus. Our faith is in the death of Jesus concerning all these words. It, they're going to make fun of you, my friend, but, but, but while they're making fun of you, they're making it obvious what they're trusting in other things than the cross. Uh, Moses comes down the mountain. Let's say it again. He said, who is on the Lord's side? Who, who was on the Lord's side? Those who come out, a portion of the Levites. <coughs> and who did the Moses, who did the Lord through Moses tell those that came out to go back in and to kill those of their own, the rest of the tribe of Levi that didn't come out that knew they should have. And from that moment on, the Lord began to call the Levites his own. They were all God's people, but he began to call the Levites his own. And he gave them, listen to me, because of that, who's on the Lord's side? They came out. They came back to and obvious before everybody. You want everybody to see it. You see, everybody's got to see it. I'm coming back to exclusive faith in what brought us out of Egypt. And from that point, that, 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 that event right there is what caused the Lord to say, they're the ones, they're the ones that I'll give all the tabernacle duties to. I'll give the, the dealings with the priesthood to that family. I want you to see that today. Now look at listen, verse 11. For the bodies of those beasts, and now he's referring to the tabernacle. Verse 10, we have an altar whereof they have no right to eat. They who? They who are still trying to serve the tabernacle. 
even in our day to day, not necessarily the, this way, but faith, they with faith in anything other than the sacrifice of Christ are not able to eat from the altar. They can't legally, legally, you cannot legally in the presence of God partake of his table, his altar, the benefits of Calvary if you're eating off of another table, which means faith in anything else. The government of 12, the purpose-driven life, how much you do this, how much money you give, how long you've done this, how, anything you name, even it be the good things we're called to be found doing if our faith is in anything other than the death of Jesus, uh, we're eating off another table, another cross, another whatever. It's, it's, but it's not the table of the Lord. It's not the altar of the new covenant. He says they're serving the, oh, the tabernacle. For the bodies of those beasts, the, the animal sacrifices, whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin, but yet the bodies, those carcasses of those beasts are burned outside the camp. And the reason that they burned the animal uh, the carcasses of the of the of the animals that were sacrificed outside the camp is because the burning of those carcasses represented the wrath of God, the wrath of God just burning up and and, and destroying the very bodies of the the animal sacrifices, burning them up. The the wrath of God. Watch verse twelve. Wherefore. Talking about as type and shadow, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people. That means set his people apart from them people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate. Jesus suffered outside the gates of Jerusalem up on a hill, Golgotha, the hill called Calvary. He suffered our sins, the guilt and shame of our sins in his own body. He did in his flesh what we could not do through our flesh. He laid his flesh down. He suffered outside the gate as the sacrificial offering of God for all of humanity, all men and women, all human beings to be saved from their sins if they will only believe upon him. But the point here and the picture here is that we have an altar in the New Covenant which we partake of. One of the mistakes Christians have made in a fatal capacity is that we think that what Jesus taught in John 6 about those who eat my flesh and drink my blood dwell in me and I in them and those who don't have no eternal life within themselves. We use scriptures like that forever and ever only concerning the born-again experience. Well, I, I've eaten of his flesh and drinking of, drank of his blood. I'm born again. If you're born again, you did eat of his flesh and drink of his blood because what that means is that you trusted from your heart unto his righteous work at Calvary. Hallelujah. Amen. And you were made righteous in Christ. 
But never think for a second that you stop partaking of that table of that altar because you don't. If you stop partaking of that altar, it's only because you're partaking now of another altar, another false Christ, another false gospel, another false cross, another table that the enemy decorates of good works. I read something the other day. It was so profound to me. I never even really had this thought, but I mean, in a way we have, but not like I read it. Like the enemy, more than he wants to destroy people through drugs and alcohol and uh, adultery and all those things that are just, ah, look at that awful sin, you know. Listen, the greater deception and what he's really after among God's people is the destruction of us doing things in and of our own selves, being accredited for what we do by ourselves or by other people, and where Christ can't be magnified and our Father can't be glorified. He wants us to just do... He won't Listen, the devil, his greatest deception among the church is us doing good and thinking that's getting us somewhere. We are called to do good, but it's got to be Jesus by His Spirit doing the good. And my friend, that does not exist. Let me say this very clearly. That does not exist while I'm trusting in self. And let me say that I am trusting in myself if I am not trusting in the death of Jesus. I am trusting in myself if I'm not trusting in the death of Jesus. I'm not talking about some blanket statement where I say, well, of course I believe in the cross. Of course, because 99.9% of the time, listen, 99.999999% of the time when a Christian says, I believe in the cross, they're talking about they believed in the cross to save them. But they are not, let me say it again, 99.9999999% of the church, blood-bought church right now, they are not believing and trusting, surrendered to through a, 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 a deliberate and conscious faith and a union surrendered to their place in death with Christ. They, they, well, of course, we believe in the cross like they do. All this determinism, all this, all this stuff. We don't need all that. We need the, that's a whatever that is. That's another table, my friend. That's another table. The only object of our faith is Christ crucified. I want you to hear that today. Most won't receive this. But, 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 but while they're crying out for revival, revive us, revive us, that's why they fall for everything that pops up everywhere all over the place when God has permeated this nation now and other nations with the preaching of the cross. It's come back into the church. It's here. Revival is available. Salvation is available. Uh, the fullness of the Spirit is available if you are part taking from the altar, from the altar. And, and, and now, uh, watch this now. I want to bring out a couple of things here. And uh, let me see what I have here. Uh, yeah, where, where the bodies in the old covenant, the bodies of those animals were taken outside the gate 
after the blood was drained out of them for the sacrifice, and the bodies, the carcasses of those animals were taken outside the gate, outside the gates of Jerusalem, and burned, which was symbolic of God's wrath, God's fire, his wrath burning up those animal carcasses. And Jesus, the Bible says, Jesus also that he might sanctify, get that word, set his people apart, make them different, make them his own, the people that he might sanctify the people with his own blood suffered. He also suffered without the gate on the cross. And, and the carcasses were burnt up with fire. And I want to bring this out today. It's so beautiful to me. Psalms 85 verse 10. Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Righteousness and peace kissed each other. That's what happened on the cross in Christ, hallelujah, as our sacrificial lamb. And that word kissed means a kindled fire. Just like the carcasses of the sacrifices were offered outside the gate and they were burnt up and symbolic of the, the wrath of God, God's wrath fell on Jesus because of our sin, our guilt, our shame, the fire of God. No, not a physical fire didn't come out of heaven, but what Jesus was doing, even though in his physical flesh was a very spiritual thing to where in the spirit, the fire of God kindled there. And listen, the fire of God there is what was offered to us as, as, as our sin and guilt and shame and all of our wickedness and everything evil was burnt up in Christ right there on the cross through the shedding of his suffering and the shedding of his blood because righteousness and peace kissed each other. And again, you need to write this down and go check this out for yourself. The word kissed means the, 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 the kindled fire, a kindled fire. It's why, it's why when you first get born again, you are what everybody says, man, they're on fire for God because the fire that was kindled when, when God's mercy, his, his righteousness and peace Kiss, that's the fire of God on Calvary's cross, hallelujah. Burning up your sin, taking away your sin in Christ Jesus, not commit, not, not, you know, what does is, what is the Bible say in 2 Corinthians 5? Not, uh, let's go look at it. My mind is blank all of a sudden. 2 Corinthians, I want to see it with my eyes. 2 Corinthians 5, it's somewhere right there in that area. To know, verse 19, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them because he was burning them up. Hallelujah. The wrath, the fire of God fell on Jesus. That fire that fell on that sacrificial altar in the old covenant on top of Mount Carmel that Elijah built, and, and what a show that was that day in the natural. But my friend, that can't hold even the smallest flicker compared to the fire of God that was kindled and burned that day on Calvary's hill. Glory be to 
to God, it can't hold a candle to that fire that burns in our hearts today while we have our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and his sacrificial work there. Hallelujah. My goodness, this is good. He says, where, verse 12 in Hebrews 13, wherefore Jesus also that he might sanctify his people with his own blood, he suffered outside the gate, just the same place they took the, the animal carcasses after the blood was offered. <coughs> Jesus did it all on Calvary's tree, hallelujah. The focus to God will always be the cross. We have an altar whereof they, whoever's trusting in anything else, removes their right to partake from the altar God is offering his people. There's only one altar, and it's the altar of the new covenant where the blood of Jesus was poured, where he suffered and he died. Listen, all the other topics in the Bible, it don't matter where we're at in the word of God. It's all about the blood. Then it's concerning all these words. The word of God must be dipped in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ before it can be imparted to the believer. We've been, we've been seduced too long. We, we think that seduction is coming. No, seduction's only going to get worse, and we're seeing it now. Seduction has always been in the church. Seduction, tares have always been among the wheat. Uh, false prophets have always been among the wheat. Uh, uh, false ways have always been among the wheat. Weeds, tares. Uh, you, you need to awaken unto righteousness, which means coming back to the word of righteousness, coming back to the word of the cross. Hallelujah. And God is the church is in revival today, although most not going to accept it because they're wanting something carnal and of the flesh. Yes, they'll use Bible scriptures, but so did the Pharisees, so does the devil, and so did we for years before we knew that the blood is what God has given us concerning all these words. Exodus 24, 8, hallelujah. And even here we see that we have an altar whereof they have no right to eat, not because we say they don't, but because the Word of God says they don't. But the altar is offered to everybody. God wants everybody gathered around the altar that He's offered, this new covenant altar that's only found in the blood of Jesus. May God raise up men and women, boys and girls, to come back to their first love and stay there come back to their first love and not be carried off by the love of money, by the love of popularity, by the love of position, by anything else. Because from what we see in the Word, the closer Jesus got to actually dying on the cross, the more by himself he became. The more the Apostle Paul was determined to know nothing else, the more by himself he became. And it'll be the same way for all the ministries that God raises up to carry his message, his testimony of his son, to carry 
his cross all the way to the finish line. God bless you oh so richly today. I pray that you find his will in your life taking place. And you will if you find the truths written in the word that bring you to Christ and his sacrifice, that altar. And you will find everything you've been looking for if you're looking for them through Christ and his sacrifice. Hallelujah. God bless you. It's been a great broadcast today. I know we got a late start. That's why I went two or three minutes past our 30-minute mark. But we'll get back into this Thursday morning, 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Looking forward to that. And uh, you can join us every Monday and Thursday here at 8.30 Central Time. And Friday mornings, cross time with Pastor Curtis, 9 a.m. Central Time, where we're studying 1 Peter, presently in chapter 3. You don't want to miss any of it. I'll see you Wednesday night. If the Lord stirs your heart to give to the ministry, or let me say it the right way. If the Lord stirs your heart to give to Him through our ministry, you can do that at thecrosswaychurch.com, or you can simply text the word GIVE to the number 903 231 5950. God bless you so richly. I love you, and I'll see you next time. Until then, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. We'll see you then.